Hello, this is Therapeutic Cuisine and I'm Chef Kelly York. I like to specialize in creating recipes that target and alleviate various human health conditions by using natural and medicinal ingredients. Today we're going to talk about colds and viruses. Colds and viruses are the number one reason that people go to the doctor. It's the number one doctor visit. I do want to stress that antibiotics do not help with colds and viruses. Colds and viruses are most likely a form of rhinovirus. And there are things that you can do and eat that will soothe the symptoms or even help slow down the replication of the virus. Chicken soup, our grandmothers, our mothers, the Jewish remedy, there's wisdom in that. It really is proven to help. There'll be other ingredients like teas and garlics and chili peppers that we're going to talk about and the vitamins that they contain that address those things. So I'm going to go ahead and get started and we'll be right back. We're now going to make a tomato and oyster pasta with a crisp prosciutto topping. The reason we're using the oysters in this recipe is they're very high in zinc. And zinc will really help the slowdown of the virus replicating in your system. It helps the white blood cells and the T cells. It's also a very delicious dish. Um, it's kind of comforting, like macaroni and cheese. Just the thing that you want when you're getting a cold and you're feeling a little low. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. The first thing I'm going to do is heat my pan and add a little bit of olive oil. We're going to saute some lovely vegetables. I like to dice up some carrots and celery, onions and red peppers. The red peppers are full of vitamin C, and vitamin C just helps you heal, and it helps, uh, helps the joints. It's just a wonderful vitamin. The carotene, the beta carotene in the carrots, full of vitamin A and uh, all of those carotenoids. The celery is a delicious flavor. Um, it has some crunch, but we're going to cook it till it's soft, and the onions are full of quercetin. Once the oil is hot, we're going to add that to the pan, and we want to saute this until the onions are soft and translucent. I'm getting that aroma now of the carrots, the mixture of the celery and the red peppers. Everything is brightening up in color and the onions are getting translucent and soft. So I'm gonna go ahead and pull this off the heat and reserve it for a later step. And then next, I'm gonna heat some tomato juice. And you wanna use tomato juice that is low sodium if possible and some clam juice. Now clam juice comes in bottles, in jars. It's actually the juice uh, from the clams when they open up the clams. They use the clams uh, to sell as clams and then the water they bottle and you can use it for seafood recipes. The clam juice that I'm using is Bar Harbor clam juice and you can buy it from Thrive Market. Go to my website therapeuticcuisine.tv and click on the icon for Thrive Market and it can be delivered right to your house. It's wonderful to have not just for this recipe but any seafood recipe you're making or even if you're opening up a can of soup and you want to flavor it with a little extra seafood flavor. Next I'm going to add some, I'm going to cook some 
oysters. So oysters, that um, mollusk that is so full of zinc, is uh, what you're going to heat and poach into the tomato juice. I'm also going to add some Old Bay seasoning. Now Old Bay seasoning is a mixture of a lot of spices, so it really makes it simple. You're really just kind of adding one step of seasoning. It's got paprika and celery seeds in it and chilies. It's just a delicious um, blend of spices. I'm going to let this boil and just poach a little bit, just enough to cook the oysters. Just bring it up to heat. Your oysters may vary in size. Some oysters can be as big as an ounce and a half, and sometimes they can be as small as uh, a third of an ounce. So now that my oysters are poached, I'm going to I'm going to add them to the blender and blend this all up. This is going to make a very soupy sauce that I'm going to cook my pasta in, and I'm not going to pre-cook my pasta. I'm going to cook it in a raw state. So in go the oysters. I'm going to turn off the heat here. Get the lid back on and start to give it a slow whirl. Now you can chop your oysters up finely like a puree or you can leave them in bigger chunks. Okay, now that that is blended up, I'm going to pour it into a bowl. And you can see it's very soupy. And in goes my dry pasta. You can use, I suggest you use shell pasta to stay with the seafood theme. But you can use elbow if you, whatever shape uh, meets your fancy. And then I'm going to add back in that sauteed vegetables. I didn't want to put this into the blender because you want to see those beautiful vegetables, the little specks. So in there they go and give it a mix. Raw pasta shells in a very soupy mixture. The next thing I'm going to do is I pour these into some small cocottes or ramekins or mini casseroles, but they need to be oven proof. And I lined it with a little bit of um, melted butter and I'm going to pour the mixture in. Now you don't want to fill this all the way up because it will expand as the pasta absorbs the liquid. This is going to go in the oven for 35 minutes, but before it does, we're going to make a little topping of some panko breadcrumbs, melted butter. Okay, and then I'm going to add some chopped dried parsley and a little bit more of that Old Bay seasoning. I'm essentially making a crumb topping here. So just a little bit. And that gets poured on the top. And then we're going to pop them in the oven. Earlier I took some prosciutto which is a cured bacon and I stuck it in the oven and I baked it on a cookie sheet so it crisps up. You can do pancetta the same way. I have that reserved on the side. We're going to use that as a garnish after this bakes in the oven. 
So I'm going to go ahead and pop these in the oven at 350 degrees for 30 to 35 minutes. Clean up a little bit. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Chef Joe Simonero with Taste This Television here to talk to you about Accelerator Hand Dryer. You know, keeping up with hygiene, washing my hands, and making sure that there's no transfer of bacteria is important for me and Taste This TV, which is why I rely on a machine like Accelerator to dry my hands. It's efficient, it's strong, and it's powerful. And it only uses up electricity and energy when you put your hands under and take them away. So for drying my hands in the kitchen, I rely on the accelerator to handle all of those needs. For more information, log on to the website at the bottom of the screen. When I feel a cold coming on, I like to make a batch of green ginger gel drops. This is a recipe that I whip up that is similar to the Jello juggles. And you make them and cut them into little squares and you can pop them into your mouth and it helps soothe your throat and it's full of all kinds of helpful ingredients. So I'm going to go ahead and start making that for you and we'll show you and talk a little bit about how we thicken it. This is actually vegan compliant, this recipe, because I don't use bone gelatin to gel the drops. What we use is auger auger and that is a uh, algae it comes out of the sea. Auger auger comes in two forms. It comes in a powder and it comes in flakes. The flakes you have to boil a little bit longer than if you say you make it in a powder. The way that you activate it is you take a, which I'm gonna, I've done here, I'm in the process of doing. You first take some water. I take about a cup and a half for this recipe. And then you sprinkle the auger, auger pl uh, flakes on top and let it sink down and soften and get um, uh, ready to be heated. Then you need to bring the concoction up to a boil for at least 10 to 15 minutes. It's very important that you don't push that because you really want that uh, gel gelatination to happen. Now auger auger doesn't need to be, it, as soon as it gets room temperature it'll start gelling so it's not as important that it be put in the refrigerator as say a bone gelatin. So I have my auger auger here that I boiled for 10 minutes, even actually maybe more like 12, and I'm keeping it warm. Meanwhile I'm going to mix the flavor components. And this is some of the stuff that is really helpful for colds and immunity. The first thing I'm going to talk about is matcha tea. Matcha tea is a green tea. It's a Japanese uh, powder that you can buy in a health food store. And it's actually the ground up whole leaf. It's full of wonderful things such as EGCG and catechins, which are antiviral and um, it's really healthy. Next, I'm going to add to it some fresh lemon juice. Now the reason I'm doing this separate from the auger auger and I didn't melt this in with the water that I boiled was the acids would not allow, will interfere with making the uh, auger auger gel later if I heat it with the lemon juice to begin with. With the lemon juice I'm going to add some ginger and ginger is a powerful anti-inflammatory I'm going to make this into a paste and I'm, and I'm going to add a little bit of raw honey to that. Now the honey and the lemon are very soothing if you're getting a sore throat. And you want to buy the honey, you can see that this is uh, opaque looking. It is a honey that is unpa uh, unpasteurized and unfiltered. So all of the natural pollens are still present in that honey. 
so all that's going to be mixed together. Now, this is the color of this gel is going to be obviously green, and the matcha is a delicious, beautiful, high, colorful, chlorophyll-packed uh, leaf. Once that's mixed together and your auger auger has finished boiling, at this point you can marry the two. Get all that goodness out of the pan. So I'm going to get this all nice and blended. Any of the lumps out of any of the matcha or honey. And I can smell it. It's just, it just smells like a medicinal lovely liquid. Mm. And look at that color. It's just gorgeous. All that chlorophyll. I'm going to pour this into a shallow pan. I suggest an 8x8 or a 7x10. And I see I still have a few little lumps there, so I'm just going to stir it a bit. You can also coarsely chop your ginger, and then you have some uh, pieces in each cube. Or you can just chop it finely or mince it or crush it. And that's it. We're just going to sit this into the refrigerator till it sets and gels, and then we're going to cut it into cubes. So I'm going to go ahead and do that, and we'll be right back. Solio family oils are all natural with no chemical additives made from seeds that are 100% non-GMO. Solio family utilizes an expeller press process rather than a chemical process to extract the oil from the seed. First canola oil introduced to the southeast that has been grown by local farmers in Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Alabama, and Kentucky. It is 100% free of any contaminations with no GMOs. There is a growing demand by consumers for both local and non-GMO products. Solio utilizes an expeller press process rather than a chemical process to extract the oil from the seed. There are no chemical additives and the shelf life is one year. You can choose from a variety of different flavors. Sunflower oil, extra virgin, canola oil. All of them can be good for cooking with high temperatures, frying, or just drizzling over a salad as a cold pressed oil. So the next time you're looking for a quality oil without the GMOs or no preservatives, check out soliofamily.com for more information about this incredible oil product. Next I'm going to make a chicken tortilla soup. This is a lovely soup to make when you feel a cold coming on because it's spicy and it helps open up the nasal passages. It's also very soothing and warm to just be able to sip a nice soup and even just to smell it cooking as you're making it. But this is very fast and easy and um, it's one of my favorites. So I'm going to go ahead and put some olive oil into a hot pot and saute some onions. I'm going to get them as usual. I want to get them translucent and soft. And the onions, when they get translucent and soft, I'm going to add some red bell peppers. Now, red bell peppers are rich in vitamin C, so they're a lovely vegetable to put in your recipes when you feel like you're going to be getting a virus or a cold. Everybody knows that vitamin C is healthy for helping your immunity system. Well, the red pepper is full of the stuff. Next, I'm going to add my chicken. 
my chicken is cut into bite-sized strips and I want to brown them a little bit. It helps make my flavors a little bit richer in this recipe, but it's not, it's not totally necessary. So this will take a few minutes for me to saute. If you have a big pot with a wider bottom or even a skillet, you could do this too and you could really move things around and get all the surface area covered with uh, the meat and the vegetables and it'll cook a little bit faster. I'm going to turn my heat up a little bit. Pecan Ridge Plantation pecan oil is great for sautéing or grilling seafood. It's even excellent for pan searing a steak. Use Pecan Ridge Plantation pecan oil for all your cooking and oil application needs. The product is 100% natural. Their oil is cold pressed which means no heat or harmful chemicals have been used. It has a very high flash point of 470 degrees making it ideal for frying or heating up to high temperatures. Great to use on salad dressings, for sautéings, marinating, seasoning, grilling, and even baking. It can be used as a butter substitute. Use as you would on any other oil. Light buttery nutty flavor that does not alter the flavor of the dish tremendously. However, it simply complements the other ingredients which is being used and adds moisture and richness to the recipe. Pecan Ridge Plantation Pecan Oil has less saturated fat than olive oil, only 7% compared to 14%. It's high in vitamin E and monosaturated healthy fats. There's no cholesterol or sodium. No oily aftertaste, very light and clean flavor. So for the next time you're thinking about using a quality olive oil, lean towards Pecan Ridge Plantation Pecan Oil. And for more information, log on to PecanRidgePlantation.com. All right, my chicken is getting toasty now, so I'm going to cut some jalapeno here and add that as well. About one whole jalapeno, grab a knife here. And I like to cut the jalapeno and include the seeds and the uh, pith and the inner uh, ribs. Some of the seeds will fall out and some of the seeds will remain, but this is a soup for colds and viruses and a little spice, an extra little heat really helps to open up the sinuses. So I'm just going to go ahead and add it all and I call this the wagon wheel cut on the, on the uh, jalapeno. So in that's going to go. And then I'm going to add some seasonings and some tomato paste and garlic, all those lovely flavors. You want the tomato paste to coat the meat and the vegetables. And then I'm going to add some seasonings. And what I have here is more heat, some red pepper flakes, and some oregano and cumin. A lot of people don't realize that oregano is often added to a lot of 
Hispanic flavors uh, recipes, and it's not just for Italian spaghetti sauce. And then finally, I'm going to add some chicken broth, or you could add vegetable broth, or you could add just water, and some chopped Roma tomatoes, or any tomato from your garden. We're gonna let this come up to a simmer, and it really only needs to simmer about 10 minutes. And that is all you need to do to add. Now, one of the things that I like to do also, though, is add this thing called astrologus root. This is from a plant and it is something that you can put into your soups when you feel sick and it's an herb and it's an adaptogen. That means that it has the ability to reduce the duration of your cold and it stimulates immunity. And you can get this in health food stores and it's just terrific. I put that in the soup and let it simmer as the soup is cooking. Now that astragalus root is going to simmer in the pot. I like to cook this about 10 minutes, but you can go longer. You want your chicken to be nice and tender and the flavors to be meld. Chicken soup, it's such a great product for shortening colds and it's full of garlic with that allicin, the natural antibiotic. Um, the chili peppers are a natural decongestant and the astragalus is something that a lot of people don't know about, but it really does help. And it you don't really taste anything. It just makes you get well faster. And it's an adaptogen. That means that it makes, it protects against stress. So the peppers have capsaicin in it, and that will also help drain your sinuses and all those hot things um, open up the nasal passages. That's what you want when you have a cold. So I'm gonna go ahead and let this simmer for 10 minutes. I'm going to clean up and we'll come back and we will do a recap on all three of our cold and virus helping recipes. Mother Earth products are a delicious variety of foods that are dried. Mother Earth's products can be taken anywhere, on vacation, activities, world travels, the cellar, the basement, the kitchen table. Hey, why not stock up on all these dried foods and put them in your cabinet? Choose from any one of their varieties, like beans, dried vegetables, entrees, freeze-dried fruits, freeze-dried vegetables, food storage supplies, grains, cereals, and mixes, and a whole lot more. Mother Earth's products are perfect to store foods later and then use them at a certain period of time by rehydrating them in water or your favorite stock mixture. For more information about Mother Earth's products, Log on to MotherEarthsProducts.com. So here we have our three recipes for colds and viruses. We started out by making a pasta that we blended in with tomato and oysters, which are rich in zinc. It was topped with some panko crumbs and a crisp bacon. And next we made that lovely maca, the green ginger gel drops, the maca that's so full of the EGCG. It's a powerful antioxidant, which helps actually even fight the onset of cancers. It's, uh, it's really soothing to make this up, cut it into the cubes, and take a spoon and just one by one let it slip down your throat when you're getting um, a sore throat or you feel a cold coming on. 
Next, we made a tortilla soup. This is rich with all kinds of spiciness that helps open up your sinuses. And the tortilla soup, it's full of the jalapeno peppers that have all that spiciness that opens up your sinuses. I like to garnish it with some tortillas strips. Just take a Oh gosh, a high fiber whole wheat tortilla, cut it into strips. You don't need to fry it. Why fry it? You want it to be nice and soft and, and just kind of melt into the soup. Very comforting and homey when you're feeling kind of down. I sometimes also like to add some pepper jack cheese, even more spiciness. Or if you really are a little sensitive to the heat, put some uh, avocado in there. It's nice and creamy and will help cool down that heat a little bit some cilantro, all those, red peppers, some more red peppers. All these ingredients that we use today are wonderful for helping colds and viruses. And don't forget, some of these ingredients you can actually buy at the Thrive Market. You wanna go onto my website to get the recipes, click on that little icon for Thrive Market, and if you sign up, you'll get a discount with your first order. I'm Chef Kelly York, and this is Therapeutic Cuisine. And as the father of medicine, Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine and let medicine be thy food. Thanks for watching. Yeah.